Welcome to the latest update on episode of Songs and uh, Sports and Songs. Dan and Andy are hosting today. Today's date is November 16th. Welcome, Andy. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, and yourself? Very good. Very good. It's our uh, second second broadcast, and we've got a lot to talk about today regarding sports. And, of course, we'll finish up the, finish up the segment with some songs and musical interest. Uh, do you want to talk about college football today, or do you want to start off with prep high school sports, Andy? Yeah, well, let's start with the prep high school. We'll cover the high school, college pro. Okay. Um, the semifinals, if you will, of the state brackets are going on, finishing up today. Uh, some are, have finished up, some are concluding today. Uh, there's seven classes altogether, from nine man all the way to six A. And then when the finals are set, they'll be playing the uh, 29th and 30th, again, down at the U.S. Bank Stadium in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And so what that is, for those of you keeping track on the calendar, uh, we've got, today's the 16th, and so like you said, you got the finals, semifinals, 15th and 16th. And then, so there's nothing next week. Is a week that's a week off, right, for the, for the high school teams? And then, yeah. and then the prep bowl is essentially Thanksgiving weekend on that Friday and Saturday. Correct. And this is all single elimination. You lose, you're out. And with, like you said, the seven classes, uh, there's really, there's four teams um, left after t after today. There will be two yep. in each of the classes. Any upsets uh, uh, to note of uh, this weekend or last night? Uh, no, a couple weeks ago when Ian Curry lost, but they're kind of uh, due, if you will. Correct. But uh, besides look at the brackets, it's been kind of the top couple, three seeds are advancing through all the way, so... Panning out as it should be for all brackets so far. Yeah, it should be uh, interesting to watch uh, here with the with the final teams uh, in there. Anything more on uh, on prep sports, or do you want to jump into college uh, college football? No, no, let's go to the college. Um, big game down in Iowa today. Now, what's the? I created a uh, poll on our Facebook page, Sports and Songs. There's a poll the listeners can jump on into today and vote who's going to win, Minnesota or Iowa. What's the line on uh, the Vegas odds right now? Uh, Iowa by three, with a 44 and a half over under. Wow. So for the listeners, it's, it's interesting to note, I think, and maybe you feel the same way, Gophers are undefeated, ranked in the top ten nationally. Iowa has three losses and although they're playing at home, is it common that they'd be the favorite in a game like this? You know, everybody says the whole, you know, letdown game for the Gophers after a big week last week and everything else. Iowa's always got a good draw at home. You know, the Gophers only have one real win. Some people are saying, but you know what? Let us fly underneath us, the underdog, and let us keep going. Yeah, I think it's interesting. And now, Iowa uh, historically has always been good at home by beating ranked nationally ranked teams at home. So maybe they're yep. betting on that. Now, I know there's a lot of Minnesota fans going to the game, making the trip down there. And that game starts at 3 for the for the listeners out there. 3 o'clock start today, and that should be excellent. Uh, and, you know, the 11 o'clock early games will be done by then. So it should be, it should be interesting. Um, you doing anything special for the game today? Uh, no, just... Um just sit back, watch, enjoy it, 
some uh, some uh, barley pops and some brats and enjoy some football. Nice. Oh, that's excellent. We're having some uh, friends over for the game, and it should be it should be very good. And now, who do we have after this? Gophers have got two games remaining after today. Is that right? At at yes. Northwestern and at, at home against Wisconsin. Okay, and so Northwestern doesn't have a single win in the Big Ten. Do they have a, a win at all, even in the non-conference, or just one? Um, trying to find the standings right now. I just lost that page. Uh, let's see. Here we go. Northwestern is 0-7, 1-8 overall. Okay. So uh, they do... Seven-game losing streak. Wow. So <clears throat> we can assume the Gophers will win that game, but then again, Gopher football, we can't assume anything. Uh, the last thing we want to do is lay an egg out there, and then we come back and play Wisconsin at home for the uh, for the is it for it's for the axe the Paul Bunyan axe. And could be for the Big Ten West title. We got two games on Wisconsin, a two game lead on them with three to go. As long as we don't uh, trip on our own shoelaces, we should win the Big Ten West. And so, like you said, three games to go, and the the Big Ten championship game is in Indianapolis at Lucas Oil Stadium. That's December, I think it's December, Saturday, December 7th. And that's the yeah. champion of the West versus the champion of the East. And like you said, the Gophers have a two-game lead over Wisconsin. That game, that final game of the year could come down to that. Um, what happens, they won't, or they can't end in a tie, can they? No, it probably go head-to-head record. Okay. Which obviously, if Wisconsin beats us, that would be the, the breaker right there. Ah, gotcha. And then the other division, it's Ohio State, which should be in that, um, but they've got uh, yep. Penn State on their heels. Um, but I think right. Ohio State should win that. Probably the Gophers here, unless something disastrous happens. And that'll put Ohio State and the Gophers in that Big Ten championship game, uh, if that's the case. That would be. Very interesting. They started that back in 2011. The Gophers have never been in the title game, as far as I'm, I'm aware. No, I don't think they've they only played a one bowl game after the first of the year since then. I think so. Gotcha. <clears throat> so that'll be interesting. Um, and and, and typically, that game, if, if, if the Gophers hold up the way they're going now, they that could push them into the uh, tournament for the Final Four for the national championship. Correct, and that's the bowl championship series, right? Now the the bowl championship series. If you're in that, does that make you ineligible then to play in the in the Rose Bowl in Pasadena? Because that's usually the top yeah, the yeah. top Big Ten team goes there unless they're in the bowl championship. So if Ohio State right. wins, they won't go to the Rose Bowl. Or the Gophers win, they won't go to the Rose Bowl. But they'll be in the much preferred right. you know championship series anyway. But it looks like then the team that doesn't win that Big Ten or the team that finishes second will be in the Rose Bowl, which also could be the Gophers. So that'll be very interesting next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Now, how about other games yep. today? What are the big, what's the featured game, uh, the 230 game? Uh, I, don't, I don't have it pulled up. No, I don't. I'm looking <clears> here and uh, see there's not really a lot of big matchups this week, really, to tell you the truth. They're all kind of, uh, I mean, Penn State to Indiana. Indiana's up to rank number 24 now, so they get a little love. But uh, a lot of people are pissing uh, Michigan, Michigan State just because of rivalry. But really, ranking wise, oh yes, you got, Notre, you got Notre Dame and Navy. They're sixteen and twenty-one, and that's a good rivalry game. 
No, is this um, rival? This is rival. Auburn. This is rivalry weekend. I forgot. So they have the, you know, Minnesota, Iowa, uh, Michigan State, Michigan. It's all the uh, yeah. games that play uh, the conference games that are uh, known as rivalries. So that's that's right. That's also this weekend for today's games. Oklahoma and Baylor is always a good game. So uh, a lot of the rivalry ones, but nothing really with a lot of uh, big influence on the bowls. Very interesting. Yeah, it'll be good. Um, I haven't followed much of the other games because I've been focusing on this Gopher game today, so that will be uh, exciting. What about that hit? Did you see the video, Andy, of that hit on the Tuesday night game, or maybe it was the Wednesday night game, Northern Illinois, against the Toledo Rockets? The quarterback went down, and in college football, you're down with a knee. You don't need to be tackled. Uh, you're considered down. He, he was down he was on the process of getting back up. After the play ended, and got drilled linebacker head to head, came flying at him. Looked like he uh, would have obviously caused a concussion or something. That was uh, that's a good video if you get a chance to see it. It's it's unreal. He was ejected. That was fun at that one Thursday night in the NFL, though. That was a yes. I've got that in my notes. Childish behavior. I've got that in my notes to mention uh, today too uh, in the pro football segment. That's very. Oh, there's always some good, interesting things going on in the uh, after-the-play shenanigans. Yeah, I was favored by three with a 44-and-a-half over-under on that game. All right. That makes sense. That'll be interesting, though. Gophers underdog. Undefeated underdog on the road. That'll be good. Oh, the other thing for the Big Ten is I think there's seven teams currently ranked in the top 25 in the Big Ten. And Iowa yeah, being one of up. those. we got a bunch of those teams in the lower, down in the 20s, lower lower well, half. Baylor, Baylor's also undefeated, and they actually dropped in the rankings last week after a win. So Interesting. They're not getting much respect either. So Yeah, there's only how many teams undefeated left? Five? Four. Five? Five or four, I think. Us, Baylor, five. Us, Baylor, Clemson, Ohio State, and LSU. Okay. Okay. That'll be good. It should be interesting today. Do you want to jump to uh, pro football? Pro okay. sports? So, how about that uh, fight uh, Thursday night in the game? I guess uh, the one guy suspended indefinitely, they're saying. And this is the where he took off the helmet. He ripped the helmet off the quarterback and beat him over the head with it, yeah. <laughs> that is unreal. When if you look to get a chance for the listeners to watch that video footage, it's it's unreal. So they ejected yeah. him and also now suspended him for the rest of the season. Now he's also facing, I think, fines and whatnot. But yep. he now apologized. I think he, you know, apo- some guy. did his apology yesterday. Yes. Uh, some reporters, T.J. Hushmanzada, former receiver for the Bengals, was saying on uh, Speak for Yourself the other day, he was almost kind of blaming the quarterback for Pittsburgh as an instigator for it. Because if you watch it, he was kind of tugging at his helmet first and kind of being an instigator. So they're all not, I mean, not taking away from what the guy did defensively, what he did to him, not taking away from that. But still, the quarterback wasn't all innocent on that either. Yeah, and that's the uh, that's the rookie? There was one tweet someone had yesterday. He goes, the quarterback has not been suspended, which is the worst penalty they could have gave the Steelers. So, <laughs> Wow. 
that's interesting. That's very interesting. Um, so now what do we have for uh, for games? We've got the Vikings at home against Denver Broncos. Denver's kind of on a down. Is it here or is it at Denver? Is it here? I think it's here. Okay. Yeah, it's at it's at U.S. Bank Stadium noon game against the Broncos. Broncos are on a down year. That's why the Vikings are favored by ten. They should win that game fairly easily. Denver's had some uh, injuries and whatnot, and new young coaching staff. But that'll be interesting. Uh, good slate of games tomorrow on Sunday for NFL football. Patriots Eagles should be a good game. Uh, Patriots coming off a loss with a bye week in there, so they'll be all jacked and ready to go. And there's no unbe- uh, no more unbeaten's left. Uh, 49ers uh, was the only undefeated team. They got beaten overtime on Monday night by Seattle. And for the Vikings, so Thielen's out again. What I've heard is that they're going to keep him out so he's ready for that Seattle Seahawks game. Right. Okay. Well, that'll be good. Vikings sitting, yeah. Vikings sitting in a good, with a good record here, and a, a win tomorrow will put them at eight wins, and they should be set up pretty good. That whole NFC is is pretty. I think it's 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 kind of good parity there in the NFC for those top teams. There's no real team that stands out. Yeah, I'm, you know, the Vikings have a great record, and they're still the sixth seed right now. So that's how tight that conference is right now. Yeah, I think that'll loosen up here over the next couple of weeks. Uh, we'll be able to see who's uh, who rises up. So no Thielen. Um, yeah, that'll be a good good ball game. Anything else uh, can you think of for uh, for pro football, Andy? Uh, no, no. It's just the Eagles Patriots game should be a pretty good game. And you know, the sad thing is you had the Jets and Washington play this week. Jets are two and seven. Washington one and eight. But those are almost as a fun game to watch, too, because those guys got nothing to lose. They're playing for jobs next year. Those jobs are fun to watch, if you ask me. Correct, correct. There's nothing on the line there. Uh, if, they, yep. if the teams lose, it just better, betters their draft uh, position for the following season. If they win, no big deal. But it's a good chance to get different guys in there, uh, try out different roster guys to see uh, how they're going to line up for the following season. Right, it's almost like a week three preseason game watching who's playing, you know. Yes, yes, it is. It's similar to that. Uh, do you want to jump to Major League Baseball? Different awards that are coming yes. out? The award season is upon us, yes. So we talked last episode on the, uh, the Manager of the Year, Silver Slugger Awards, Gold Glove Awards. What's been coming out this week? I uh, got Gold Glove. I got one award that, you know, some awards come out. We got the... Uh, what they call the Platinum Award, Platinum Glove. They started that back in 2011. What they do is they take all the Gold Glove winners, put them in a pot, and determine who's the best defensive player of all, all of all of those. So who's the Platinum Glove winner? Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Now, Matt Chapman of the Athletics got that in the American League, and Nolan Arondo of the Rockies in the National League, both third basemen, got yeah. that award. He is, he's good. I like that. Uh, the Rockies, Colorado Rockies, Nolan Arredondo. Uh, yes. Uh, he's he's good. So those awards will be out. What about, let's talk Twins. Uh, Rocco Baldelli signed. Yes. So, uh, so so now the Twins also got uh, signed up basically Odorizzi uh, on that extension or on that uh, yes. 
what do they call it? What's the phrase on that when he's a he's the a option year. the option year? So he was up for was it seventeen million dollars for the twenty twenty season? Yep. Okay. Yep, which is a good deal. I mean, no one, you know, I hate to say someone's worth seventeen million or a good deal, but yep, for what the pitchers are going at, getting him for seventeen is a good price, I think. And then what's the likelihood about the other three starting pitchers that are up? Uh, are we going to lose all three of those guys? Pineda, uh, uh, who else? Gibson, and who's the third? Well, Starts with a P. They got the suspension at the end of the year for uh, the drug suspension. Oh, that, that was so. That was Pineda, and then Perez, I think, is the other one. Yeah, yeah. So Pineda, I don't see coming back. Uh, Zach Wheeler, the Mets, and Madison Baumgartner, the two big free agents, both have been eyed. The Twins have talked to both. Um, I would like to see one. I'd like to see both come here, but checkbook wise for the Twins in this market, they won't do it. But I'd like to see one of them come for sure. That'd be nice. I think if we. Show that we're going to open the checkbook and make that next step. We're doing okay drawing fans anyway, but I think nationally it might give us a little more respect from others. How about Max Kepler? What's he doing this week? Uh, <laughs> you know, he's, uh, he's on a little uh, tour for the Major League Baseball over in Europe, uh, playing some tennis with other Germans over there and visiting the motherland. And that's where, uh, and that's where he's from. I think he's from uh, Ber- Berlin. <clears throat> and, uh, yes, I'm not positive where, but he's from Germany, um, and uh, he's back on a major league baseball tour for uh, a goodwill ambassador tour for Europe. So he's playing a little tennis because his family came from uh, a tennis. Was it his father was a was a tennis player and his mother was a ballerina or something like that? Right, and if you look at his full, Kepler's his middle name, his last name is some long German name. He just goes by Kepler here in the states. Oh, I see. Yeah, they had uh, they had high hopes for him because of his parents, athletic parents. That's why the twins grabbed him. I think when he was sixteen years old and brought him over, and they they thought they can convert right. him to a baseball player because he's got all this tremendous talent with his gene, the genes in the family. Right, right. So he, he he's done all right. He um he's a good athlete. He's a smart kid too, you know. So. Now, how about the uh, the Mets? What's uh, what's up with the latest with the Mets? Uh, off season, uh, you're a big Mets fan. Big Mets fan, big National League guy. Uh, Mets got uh, Jacob Degrom, got back to back Cy Youngs, 500, but lots of K's, good ERA, that kind of. The last thing you want to do is a game above 500. This year was two games above 500, but the strikeouts in the ERA were real low. That helped out a lot. Um, they. They fired their manager in the offseason, so they're looking for a new manager now, so that's always great. But you got the back-to-back Cy Young Award winner. You got uh, Rookie of the Year at first base. Um, Who's that? Just, Who's, they're just, sorry, sorry to interrupt there, Andy. There. What's the first baseman's yep. name? Oh, Pete Alonzo. Oh, yes, yes. Pete Alonzo. First baseman for the Mets. He's uh, Rookie of the Year. 50-plus homers this year. So they got a lot of the pieces there. Just the management didn't know what to do with them. So hopefully uh, Carlos Beltran, uh, former Met, former Astro from the World Series team a couple years ago there, can help them out and we can get some things figured out. Well, it sounds uh, sounds interesting. <clears throat> and we're in the – I saw something in the news the other day. We're, uh, we're less than 100 days countdown before spring training opens up. 
Yes, pitchers and catchers usually report right around Valentine's Day. So. Very good. Uh, anything else for ma- for Major League Baseball, Andy? Uh, no, no. Just like I said, the, the awards are all out now, so now you'll start hearing all the hot stove talk, free agents, trades, stuff like that for the winter meetings, and we'll go from there. Well, I wanted to uh, bring this up. Uh, you're a big All-Star Wrestling fan, right? Yes. Well, I, I was, uh, after uh, completing our move here, I, I found an old... I've got a lot of sports memorabilia. I found a clipping in an old newspaper of the Star Tribune back from 1981, and it's an advertisement okay. for the 18-man Battle Royal. Battle Royale. Yes. And so uh, I've got the I've got the names listed here, and this was from 38 years ago. So they got. Here's some of the contestants. You'll know some of these, uh, most of these guys. Andre the Giant, of course. Uh, Incredible Hulk yep. Hogan. Jerry Blackwell. Yep. Big Bad Bob. Jerry Blackwell. Bob Duncan. Yep. Ken Patera. Jesse uh-huh. the Body. And the Claw Master, yep. Master Roshki. Baron Von Roshki, yes. Baron. Uh, now, how about the Golden Boy Adonis was in the, in the ring? Adrian Adonis. Yeah, him and Jesse were tag team for a while in the AWA. And uh, we get Bobby the Brain Heenan. Yep. And how about this? Tito Santana and Billy Robinson. Billy Robinson, English heavyweight champion, yes. And, of course, we got the uh, Greg Gagne and Jim Brunzel, the Sheik. Yes. And Mr. Sheik. Yeah, and Mr. still lives in Hopkins, I believe. The Sheik does, Okay. How about Buck Zumoff? He's a local guy. Uh, he's had some troubles. He had a lot of troubles with his family on Hamburg. Buck has spent a lot of time in jail. Um, he had a bar on Hamburg, and the rock and roller went to let the miners in for favors for the rock and roller in the background. Oh. From what I heard, so. His nickname was, uh, yes, Buck Rock and Roll Zumoff. Hamburg. Yes. Yeah, they also had uh, last three names. Names are Evan Johnson... Rene Goulet. Rene Goulet, I remember him. And Dizzy Ed Boulder. Oh, no. Those are the two you don't remember. So this was this was an ad uh St. Paul Civic Center, eight PM main event. Uh this is some good stuff. I figured when I was going through my collection here, Andy, you'd appreciate this from nineteen eighty one. So that's thirty that's looking back thirty eight years. It looks like all the memories. Uh, the fifty thousand dollars to the winner. Yeah. And um, and it looks like that night there was other five other great bouts on the card. And all tickets are available at all Dayton stores. Yes, Dayton ticket outlets. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So do we to move on to the musical section, uh, song section here, Andy? We can do that. Yeah. Or do you have any break first, or just? Dive right into it. We can we can dive right in. We've got uh, uh, any anything else for sports? You know, we've got we covered the the uh, the prep, the college, the pros. I think the big thing is the college football. Yeah, just all, the only other thing I have to say about sports coming up here, uh, December fifteenth, Target Center, Minneapolis, WWE presents Tables, Ladders, and Chairs pay per view event. So. That will be coming up December 15th, but Target Center. 
WWE likes to come here at least for one pay-per-view once every couple of years. And uh, they were here for a house show about a month ago, and uh, my son and I went to that. So for Monday Night Raw, so it was pretty fun. Oh, very good. Interesting stuff. Uh, so let's 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 jump into the music scene. We got some good things to to, to cover. What have you got for uh, some info for us? Any good? Uh, well, you know, try not to be a conspiracy guy. You know, I uh, I always used to blame Yoko Ono for breaking up the Beatles, and I'm kind of kind of swan. And I'll tell you what, John. This date back to November 1974. Elton John had a number one single in the U.S. charts called Whatever Gets You Through the Night. Elton John played on the session and made a deal with John Lennon. If the song reached number one, Lennon would have to appear live on stage with Elton John. Lennon kept his side of the deal and appeared with Elton John. They played three songs together. I Saw You Standing There, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, and Whatever Gets You Through the Night. Backstage after the concert is when John Lennon got back with Yoko Ono after a temporary split. Oh, really? So Elton John would just, if Elton John would just taken a check from John Lennon, like most people did, he would have never got back to Yoko, and the Beatles could have stayed together. Interesting. Now, what was yeah, the song... So I kind of blame Elton John a little bit now. What was the song Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds about? Yeah, um, not sure. It's the, uh, the acronym LSD, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was an LSD song. Uh, interesting. That's what I've heard. Yes. Interesting stuff. And also, uh, in 1987, Dire Straits became the first act to sell over 3 million albums in the UK with their Brothers in Arms album, which had Money for Nothing and So Far Away on it. So, so that is, it has 3 million copies in the UK only or total? Y- yep. At that time, in 1987, it hit 3 million copies. First one to do that. Wow. At five top 40 singles. I remember, you know, the, back in the day, uh, the, the million was the standard, that benchmark to go platinum. It was a million records. And then a yep. few bands got into that 2 million. They started touching that, uh, the 2 million. But to go yep. 3 was uh, phenomenal back in the day. Dire Straits. Yep. Well, that was also, you know, M- MTV was in the scene, and they were playing their uh, Money for Nothing uh, video. Yep. That helped a lot. 1987, yes. That was also the year, I think, you know, White Snake came out with their album and Guns N' Roses. A lot of bands were selling huge in that time frame. Yeah. Selling, selling. MTV helped pump a lot of songs, too. Yep, there was uh yeah lots lots of good stuff I mean, lots of good stuff coming out there I think and then Def Leppard were, came out with their new deal uh, you know Hysteria was out yeah. uh, those years lots of music lots of different genres of music came out then too that's when hip hop and rap was starting to get big MTV helped out with the videos um, the, the hard rock hair bands had their videos and that was real popular then MTV helped them become popular. That was very interesting, then. Yeah, and my uh, my album for the week uh, happens to be one of those uh, heavy metal bands. Uh, I was listening to this week. Uh, I had uh, Dio, little little Holy Diver, going. 1983 album this week. Ronnie James Dio. Yeah, the late Ronnie James Dio did that, and um, you know, he died after getting some cancer. But 
listening to that cancer. listening to that album is uh was very good one of the best of of all times it's only nine songs um on on the album total running time 41 minutes recorded in van nuys california released may 25th 1983 wow and that was uh very nice that was good stuff and i didn't know you know you get the the band back then you know it was it was ronnie james was the uh, was the singer of course uh, named the band after himself but they had a, a young vivian campbell on guitar and then the veteran yes. veteran jimmy bain on the bass and vinnie uh, apache on the drums um he came from black sabbath along with dio yep and vivian campbell went on the, i believe playing white snake at the end there didn't he yes Oh, no, not White Snake. Um, he played in White Snake for a little bit. Isn't he, uh, did he go to Death Leopard after the one guy passed away? Here in the cities? Here, I can, um, let's see. Let's see who's all on the White was Snake it? roster right now. White Snake. You know, you know, well, back to Vinny. His, was it his brother or his Carmen Apache? The old, uh, drummer with Beck, uh, Vanilla Fudge, Ted Nugent, Ozzy uh, Osbourne, and yes. Paul Stanley Band. Ted Nugent. Nugent and the Amboy Dukes. The Amboy Dukes. So that's Carmen. The brother was was uh, Vinny. Now the for the listeners out there who uh, who like little Dio music, um, you know they've always used their cover artwork. I've always liked um, with their yeah. artist renditions. That mascot they feature. That great trivia question. What's the name of the mascot they use on their covers? For Dio, that I, I never knew that one. I don't know the name. The mascot's name is Murray. The cover art's always done by Randy. Randy Barrett does the cover art. The mascot's name is Murray, and the concept, the original concept of that artwork is always done by Wendy Dio, the wife. Okay. So little known, uh, little known work, but anyway, they released uh, Rainbow in the Dark, of course, uh, on that album, and Holy Diver. Um, uh, both of those were released in the fall of 1983. And uh, it's a uh, good good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, what else have you got for for uh, for uh, for music? Announced more of their end of the world tour. It's oh, yeah. January thirty first of twenty nineteen. It's still going strong. It's expected to end July seventeenth of twenty twenty one. They have announced two dates locally. Kiss will be playing Saturday, February 22nd up in Grand Forks, North Dakota, and Monday, February 24th at the XL Energy Center. Now, wow. just so you know, Dan, I looked up tickets for XL Energy Center for the Kiss concert. Yes. If you want to sit far back row, like third level row Z, $98 a ticket. But yeah. I found a couple tickets for you. Yeah. Main I... floor, yeah. row 47, $4,675. It's a uh, it is certainly a money maker for the band. So this is their this is their final farewell tour uh, uh, tour, and so I did go the first time. Two and a half years. Yeah, I went in April at the Target Center, and the tickets were not cheap either. And I was uh, on the first level, way in the back, uh, and it was a tremendous tremendous show. But I don't know if I have an interest in going back. For that one at the Excel, I I don't know. I uh, 
I don't know if it's going to interest me to go back there. It was it was phenomenal, but uh, I can check that off my uh, list. I saw the non-makeup days, and the non-makeup days I saw them. I got four tickets for that. That was pretty good, but I think I'm going to keep that memory there and not want to go back either for that kind of cake. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, and they're keeping this going. And these guys are all in their, uh, basically in their 70s. Uh, yeah. Paul and Gene, of course, but... Uh, I'm not sure how old Tommy and, Thayer is, but... But if you still want to hear good Kiss music, and other music like that, New Year's Eve, Medina Ballroom, Hairball will be there. Oh, Hairball really? A good concert to go to. I've yep. only seen them once, and they do put on a heck of a show. Yeah, I've seen them twice. Really good show all the time. They've added some new, I don't want to say characters, but different artists that you covers of that's just spot on. Always involved in always changes. Not the same show twice, so they're they put on a good show. Yeah, that's excellent. Any other uh, any other concert uh, uh, announcements here coming up in the winter months? Uh, that's the ones I got for us right now. Those dates there, those artists there, uh, the new announcements coming up. You can always check out you know Target Center, Excel Energy, their websites. Medina Entertainment Center always has theirs up. Not a lot of concerts at Target Center coming up. They're kind of getting away from the um, concert business, I think. Um, a lot of concerts are going to XL, so. Really? Does, do, are they going to be holding any uh, outdoor venue concerts at the Allianz uh, Stadium? I have not looked into that yet. Uh, some of those are pretty early to be uh, set up. I have not looked into it. I have not been out there yet either. And neither have I. I want to do that. Uh, it's supposed to be a great venue. Yeah, I've been, you know, I'd like to go out there and watch a, a, a soccer event on the pitch, if you will. Exactly. But um, and that's at the time or the, the um, scheduling to go out there, you know, the opportunity. Oh, very good, very good. Okay, I think we're uh, we're pretty much set. Anything else to follow up on here for this episode today? Um, just want to mention that not only on uh, on our Facebook page, you can follow us. You see other options to catch the show between Spotify and also on Apple Podcast, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can follow us. And coming this week, we'll be starting a blog. There'll be a link on the Facebook page for that coming up. A whole bunch of ways you can follow us. And hear what we got to say on different opinions and we also welcome your feedback yeah don't be afraid to put some comments questions on the page for us and let us know yeah the other thing i added just just today andy actually is the option for the voice voice messages that the listeners can leave for us asking um yeah. asking various questions or making comments or making suggestions for future shows um if you don't want your uh your voice message to air uh we can keep it off but uh, we can certainly play it if you'd like but that's another option, too, to get get things going here. Uh, and then we got the yep. Thanksgiving coming up, and we're, uh, we're planning shows here for the next uh, few, uh, several more shows here for the rest of the year. Then we're going to be ready for the 2020 um, campaign. We'll, we'll have our official prep bowl picks next week because all the games will be final by the time we record next for next weekend's show. Oh, yes, we'll have the picks in. Uh, and the, the we'll prep bowl prediction show. Yeah, that that will be that will be good. And depending, doesn't matter on the weather. Now these games are all indoors at this point. Uh, any, right. I I do like this time of the year uh, outdoor football games, whether it's college or pro, when the weather comes into play. 
and so right. still kind of early yet, but I like to see those games in, in the snow or, or the driving rain or the mud. Uh, it always makes it interesting. Yeah. All right, well, we'll post this, uh, get this out there for the listeners, and like he said, feel uh, free to comment, and we'll go from there. We'll see you all next time. All right. All right. All right. See you, Andy. you later. Bye. Yeah, thanks.